0: This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wheelson nil. Wrexham 0. Move along, there's nothing to see. Well, pretty much. Wrexham didn't have a good day here, in all honesty. Uh, certainly not up to the usual standards. But, you know, I think it was a case of our congested fixture list catching us up I mean this is the end of a month in which we, we had no weekends off it's been Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday Saturday, Tuesday and then Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday and I think this last week just topping off a, a, a stretch of of busy game uh, weeks has caught up with us it was a tired performance there were injuries as well Aaron Hayden and Bryce Susanna both travelled down but they were not able to start and there were a few tired legs, I think, out there as well. Up against the Wheelson team, that was coming off an 11-day 11 11 day layoff because they had their midweek game called off and they were already out the cups. They had a blank Saturday last weekend. Yeah, And we just didn't get things going, in all honesty. So frustrating, but I think understandable. Uh, frustrating as well because Notts County overtook us. They got a really good win at Eastleigh, who, before that, had not lost at home. But, well, that's life, isn't it? So there's two changes. Hosanna and Hayden dropping out. O'Connor coming in at centre-back and Liam McElhinden coming in at right wing-back for his first league start of the season. And the opening half was a frustrating affair for Wrexham, really. Our defensive block was excellent. And we never looked threatened throughout the whole game. I would argue perhaps the price we paid for that in the first half was that our midfield was a bit too deep and as a result... When we won the ball back, there weren't many options ahead of the ball, except for the two strikers who looked very isolated. We were knocking hopeful balls forwards and basically giving it back to Wielsen. And they really dominated possession, quite surprisingly so. But like I said, the other side of that was that we were rock solid at the back. In fact, there's only really two attacks by Wielsen, I think, are worthy of any mention. They both came in the first 20 minutes. And as you'll see in a moment when I describe them, they weren't exactly too threatening firstly uh, Miguel Freckleton who is on loan from Sheffield United and made a very good debut they've had to hurriedly bring him in because Charlton Athletic pulled back their on loan centre back who's been playing all season he played a nice ball to the edge of the area for the lone striker Olamola he burst into the box but Tom O'Connor did very very well just covering behind his other centre backs forcing Olamola wide and then blocking his shot comfortably to go behind for a corner. nice smooth play by O'Connor Red the game well. And then a couple of minutes later, Obiero, who was lively down the right-hand side, surged forwards, stuck in a cross, to cliff-headed it clear. Kinsler, about 25 yards out, hit a powerful left-footed volley, but it was always going a good couple of yards wide at the right post. Howard was unconcerned. And really, that's it from Wealdstone. Olimo had a shot right at the end of the first half from about 25 yards, which went a long way over. They didn't threaten Wrexham's goal, in all honesty. But Wrexham weren't threatening either. We did come back into it a little bit more in the latter stages of the half. O'Connor, who was probably our best source of passing out from the back, played a Super ball in the half hour to McFadden. He punched across into the near post and freckled it really well inside the six-yard box to beat Palmer to it, or Palmer who had a tap-in similar to the one he scored at Scunthorpe. A good defensive work. And then in the 39th minutes came another opportunity for Palmer, and by some distance, the best opportunity of the match. It came when Lee, who was feed, f- sort of fading in and out of the game, did well to carry it to the edge of the D and, and get win a foul. He took the free kick, the wall blocked it, but it bounced back to him, and he had a good picture of what was going on around him. So he swiftly... Worked the ball out to the right-hand side of the penalty area where James Jones had some space. He stood an inviting ball up beyond the far post. Palmer jumped above his man and attacked it and met it with a powerful close-range header. But Sam Howes, the keeper, did really well to come across and parry it. It was an excellent save. It was one of those, as I said in the commentary on Wrexham Player... It was very much. It was, you know, a lot of goalkeepers actually let goals in in those situations, which were unnecessary because they're so ingrained that they want to do that Peter Schmeichel handball goalkeeper thing, where you spread your arms and legs out wide and hope to get a block on it. But Howes was able to get quite close to Palmer and therefore didn't make the mistake of sticking his arms out. He he made that jump, but he raised his hands above his head to go towards the ball because he was close to Palmer, and that was what allowed him to save it. An excellent save. So no score at half-time. Second half started with a similar fashion, um, Wrexham started after about an hour to, to begin to get into things a, a bit more threateningly A nice passing move swept the ball from left to right Lee feeding Young who helped her quickly to McElhinden MacAlindon cut in from the flank into the box took on his man, dumped him on the floor with a nice little wriggle but then his end product was really disappointing in fact it was difficult to tell if it was a shot or a cross it certainly was a poor effort at either and an easy save for the goalkeeper a few minutes later, another good ball out by O'Connor from the back. Palmer, breaking down the left channel, did really well to cut inside, but his shot from the corner of the six-yard box was well blocked, and when it ricocheted back out, Palmer tried to feed McFadgin, but the pass was too hard to handle, and McFadgin could only run into trouble and lose it. Wrexham made changes to try and come back into the game. In the 69th minute, Palmer, who looked tired, came off, and Dolby came on. And in the 78th minute, Jordan Davis replaced James Jones. And Davis did well in the 12 minutes plus added time that he was in. With six minutes left, he teed up Wrexham's other big chance, really. A great pass over the top, finding Mullen on the left-hand side of the box. Mullen held her up, squared it for Lee, who drove into the penalty area and hit a shot, which was going to house his right, but then took a big deflection and went to his left. The keeper did brilliantly to readjust and push the ball behind for a corner. Immediately, Wrexham brought on Reese Hall-Johnson for Liam McElinden. Nice to see Hall-Johnson getting his first appearance of the season after injury again. And two minutes later, there was one final opportunity for Wrexham. Tozer hurling in the throw It was dropped loose. Struck towards goal, Wrexham players and fans jumped up for handball. To be honest, the footage is inconclusive, so I I don't know if it was a good shout or not, to be honest. But anyway, the ball ricocheted out to Davis. The ref wasn't interested in the handball. Davis whipped a terrific ball into the goal mouth. Dalby lunged at it in the six-yard box, couldn't quite reach it, and it could have been one of those funny ones that just creep in at the far post. But Howes, having not been able to commit himself... Uh, As the ball came in, until he saw Dolby hadn't touched it, jumped quickly to his right and skipped across to take a pretty comfortable diving catch. And that was it. Not much threat, not much excitement, in all honesty. Looking at the individual performances, Howard, unemployed, can't make any further comment than that. I suppose he tried, to be fair to him, to get the tempo going by releasing the ball quickly, um, but he had no goalkeeping as such to do. The outfield players, well, the three centre-backs, I would say, were the only players who could possibly argue that they were playing to their normal standards, and I would probably go for Tunnicliffe as man of the match, although I could make a case for any one of the three. Tunnicliffe was strong, he repelled challenges, and was his usual self. Uh, Wilson did put quite a lot into the box without threatening us because Tozer and Tunnicliffe were terrific in the air so the two of them had good aggressive games um o'connor did very well i thought as well he made some good did some good work on the cover as i mentioned with that chance when he forced the striker wise and then blocked his shot he also as i said was passing the ball out well from the back so good performance by o'connor mcfadgen's probably the only other outfield player who could look at it say they didn't do too badly although he's looked better in recent games as ever, he was feisty, he got up the pitch, he tried to cause problems, he got into some nice positions, but the end product at this time wasn't quite there. Uh, to be fair, he was lacking support at times. On the right-hand side, Macallindon was solid enough defensively, but really didn't cause any problems to Wieldston going forwards, apart from that one promising moment when his end product was really disappointing. The centre of midfield... They worked hard, but most of their good work was in their own half, a bit too deep for my liking. Young, again, made some good challenges, but wasn't driving the ball forwards as he likes to. James Jones, I think, missed the proximity of players like Ford and Hayden. In that unit, that right-hand side's very fluent. Jones was making some of those familiar runs, but the players who'd stepped in McElindon and Tony Cliff maybe weren't reading it or weren't getting themselves in those same positions. And as a result, Jones found it difficult to influence the game. Lee had a sort a, of a funny little game. I suppose he's going to have a lot of these, isn't he, really? Especially in away games where it's it's physical and not quite what he's used to, if you will. That's not meant as an insult, merely that it's a different type of football. He had some nice moments and there were points where you thought you might just get the game by the scruff of the neck. But ultimately, things didn't quite work for him creatively. To be fair to him, he lost the ball quite a lot, trying the difficult passes that, if they'd come off, would have put us in on goal. So I think he should be applauded for that, because he tried to be creative, he tried to be inventive, and he was looking to get his head up and play the pass that could win the match. Um, But they didn't come off on this occasion. He did, however, put a very good shift in, and again, has shown that you know we'd be worried about how we'd accommodate him into the side. I think there's no problem in terms of playing him in a midfield three. He will certainly put a, a lot of good work in. I'd like to see him stay on his feet a bit more. though. I, I sort of get nervous he's going to jump in and concede either a penalty or get himself sent off. Because he does lunge into tackles rather. Up front, I had a lot of sympathy for Palmer and Mullen. They, they just didn't get much service in all honesty. Palmer looked a bit tired by the end and was withdrawn for Dalby. But, you know, he worked hard. And he was the one who actually got some half chances. But things wouldn't quite fall for him. The header was a great chance. But to be fair, it was a really good save rather than the poor miss. Mullin was lively. Got good movement. Looked in, it looks sharp. Wasn't getting the ball. So that was a real shame for Wrexham. As for the subs davis excellent like i said came on and really influenced play dolby worked very hard but wasn't really able to make an impact again didn't get a great deal to work with and nice to see old johnson coming on didn't have a chance for he to do anything so yeah we go again it's no disaster it's a clean sheet we've had 10 games unbeaten and i think those are things which are very pleasing uh, we just have to to keep it going now i think scunthorpe showed that and Boroughwood, to be fair showed that i think that concern about away games I I don't really got it anymore I admit this was a bit disappointing but I think there were some extenuating circumstances and I would also argue that it was different from away games in the past where we had spells where we've lost control of the game and looked vulnerable, in this game we never looked vulnerable at all not saying wheels stunted massively either, but you know this was more just we couldn't get our creative side going. It wasn't the case like at Southend where we couldn't get our creative side going, and there were spells in the game where we looked like we were going to be punished for that. So yeah, I still think it's sort of a step in the right direction, even though it's a step back from the form we've shown in our last six games. The final score of. Wheelson 0, Wrexham 0. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. And please don't forget, subscribe, like, comment. Do all those lovely things that help us to get a bit of extra kudos, which in turn helps us to make extra money for the football club. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.